Okay, welcome everybody to Nonverbal Communication, <laughs> a podcast where your five drunken hosts attempt to discern the meaning of a foreign language film that they've watched with the subtitles off. Today's anime hmm. is beautiful in my opinion. I don't know. I, th- I love anime. I kind of, we didn't have a good movie to watch this week, so I just threw this one out there and I fucking love anime. I don't think any of y'all are huge uh, weebs like I am. Jeremy watched all of Naruto. That's true. That's nearly a lifetime's worth of television. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just fake. It's, Is that uh, fake news? Not even like a few months. Had you seen this one before, Parsley? Uh, my Neighbor Totoro? Yeah. Nope. No. Oh, full disclosure, I've already seen it. Yeah, Jeremy had seen it. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Full disclosure, I've also seen it. I knew, I've I knew I've Spirited Away. It. A bunch of girls in my high school were really into that one. Yeah, I never saw Spirited <laughs> Away, but... Yeah. I saw this one. I thought Spirited it's Away. It's pretty good. That's an anime movie? Yeah. 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 It's an anime movie. You guys have never seen Spirited Away? What the fuck? It's, it's, it's a Studio classic. Ghibli. Yeah. Also, uh, Letters from Iwo Jima. Another great anime. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just, we can't discern the lines between fake Japanese people and real Japanese people. <laughs> they all just, it's all blended into one. <laughs> John, tell us your experience of living in the anime world that is. Oh, Japan. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much exactly like this. <laughs> Tatsuro molded me when I was there. <laughs> Taturo? <laughs> you just said Tatsuro. it real weird. Taturo. <laughs> I already forgot what his name is. Uh, John, did anybody call you Sinpai when you were in uh, Japan? No. No. You, senpai is like your superior. It's like your little advisor. Like, that's my senpai. Yeah, like your older student, right? Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't have any of those. Oh, senpai buck. <laughs> no, one of my friends, he, he, he had a lacrosse senpai. He always talked about him. Oh, wow. He was really into lacrosse. Lacrosse senpai, you want to smoke these dank bowls with me here in Japan? <laughs> lacrosse senpai, how high should my socks be? Really high, right? <laughs> oh, man. John, did you ever go to a maid cafe in Japan? Oh, no. Did you go to Akihabara when you were I there? I did, and I went to a maid cafe while I was you went? there. Oh, yeah. gosh. It was one of the most shockingly confusing yet erotic <laughs> situations I've ever been <laughs> in my life. I mean, I was literally paying a woman to, like, sing for me and two other friends and, like, pour, give us food. I literally could have paid, like, $10 more for a hug and then, like, Ooh. $15 more for a picture. It was one dark, weird place. <laughs> <laughs> That is Ooh. so lonely. That is. Did, did you go to a themed one? I remember when I was in Akihabara, um, there would just be all kinds of girls out dressed up as different things. So that you could go to the military maid cafe and she was dressed in camo. Ooh, or, that sounds nice. I don't know, the fisherman maid cafe. She's wearing like a bucket Mine, hat they were just, or something. They were, they were dressed like cats. Yeah. You could go to the conspiracy theorist maid cafe and one of them would be dressed like Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> you went to a furry maid cafe, Stu? Yeah. Uh, I literally had to pretend to be a cat to get my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, she looked at me and kept like making like cat faces and saying meow meow. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like she couldn't speak any English. She was just doing this to me over and over again. And then eventually I did it and she was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then gave me my coffee. Jesus. <laughs> It was, oh, it, it was, I didn't know what uh, was going I couldn't stop laughing, yet I had a boner. I mean, I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Also, confusing. Um, it was really Cian, this friend of mine, who, like, didn't want to, sh- like, think that he was into it. Like, he was like, oh, like, it would be super funny if we went. But, like, no, let's not actually do it. But, like, he really wanted to do it. <laughs> He just had like Cien way too much Cien Christian so guilt about it. Cian is like the Mac from Always Sunny, where he really like he's he's pretty gay. Everyone <laughs> just denies it the whole time, mostly him. Yeah. Just mentions yeah, Jesus a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
to read for our listeners i made sienna grinder <laughs> so secretly it was parsley's grinder at the end of the day i got so many dick pics it was kind of awful <laughs> you were catfishing for dick pics <laughs> i was dude and then i catfished his orientation advisor accidentally oh man oh, yeah. that's how it all fell apart <laughs> i'm a hit side Superstar. I got two D hoes and know who we are. We look fresh to death. Hopping out the car, and a man goes running from here and far. All right, are we gonna get to this movie? All right, let's get into this movie, y'all. <laughs> My neighbor Totoro by Hayao Miyazaki. Mm. All right, our opening scene features two sisters, May and Sasuke, on their way to their new house in the countryside in a heavily laden truck driven by their father. They make their way past the nearby village and farmland, acquainting themselves with several characters we will later come to know, including a farmer's boy who I never picked up his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got me beat on Sasaki. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I didn't know her name. (laughs) It all just happens so fast. (laughs) Yeah. Is it? uh, I know this character's name is Sasuke, but I think Sasuke is in Naruto, right? Yep. Yeah. It's easy to get those two confused. And to think you were pretending not to be a weeb, Jeremy. <laughs> you fucking know the differences between those two names. <laughs> when we were at Wood Valley, I think for almost the entire first semester, every time I came home, he was just watching fucking Naruto. Wow. It was incredible. Almost. Was great. Um, dude, Naruto was like a show that I grew up on, you know? It would be like a Saturday morning cartoon. You'd go down and watch fucking Naruto. So you've been a weeb since birth. Yeah, what? What you guys not get shit like Yu-Gi-Oh in the fucking morning and shit like that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. but DBZ. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> all fucking animes, like all just kids growing up on that shit. That, that's true. Yeah. You, have, you have a point yeah. there. Yeah. I just watched Hey Arnold. <laughs> yeah, I watched some good old white <laughs> cartoons. Yeah, yeah, watch watch Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Anything related to minorities? You identify with Portland? (laughs) (laughs) There were actually a lot of minorities in Hey Arnold. There's a whole episode about fucking his like neighbor who escaped from Vietnam. Oh my god! You guys know about that? The Christmas episode. (laughs) So like his neighbor, Mister, I'm gonna say Mister Win. Mister John McCain. I I don't fucking know. (laughs) His neighbor is like his story is like. Oh, what do you want, Mr. Wynn? What do you want for Christmas? And he's like, I just want to see my daughter again. <laughs> and it goes through the sad backstory of, like, the last, like, fucking helicopter out of, like, it was, like, the fall of Saigon. And, like, they give the daughter up, and the daughter's, like, taken away on this helicopter. And then he, like, moves to New York years later and never sees her again. And then um, Arnold tracks, uh, tracks the daughter down and reunites him. It was a really wow. uplifting episode. Wow! If it's so easy that Arnold could do it, then that guy doesn't have any excuses. <laughs> they they did have like the token black character on Hey Arnold, didn't they? There was yeah. at least one of those kids. Yeah, with, like, the uh, hair. yeah. Think you're thinking about top. Gerald. Gerald, yeah, with the flat top. I can yeah. never, never get over the fact that he wore his helmet on top of his hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baseball. Like, yeah. Never get over that. <laughs> All, right, All right. So the-, <laughs> <laughs> the family arrives at their new house. And the excited girl's been exploring the property. In particular, they notice a huge tree towering over the woods nearby and begin to find small, shiny acorns around the house. I think they call these dongery, but fuck if I know. <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't catch what they were it, they, calling them. I thought it was a different thing. I, I don't know this what is, the fuck it was. This is when we have the first of what will be a motif of little girls screaming. <laughs> <constantly>. <laughs> Yeah, I came in and hadn't watched it yet, and Daniel was playing it in the kitchen with their sound out loud, and it would go. It's almost un. You can't listen to it. Yeah, yeah, it's just shrieking. Yeah, anime girls just the worst. <laughs> just like, oh, just screeching. Yeah. Like why? Also, why is anybody like yeah. think this is okay for other people to sound like? It also translates to Japanese porn as well. Like the women there. I was going to say that. I was just going to go there too. I mean, it's just like, it's just a high pitched squeal. It sounds like almost like a pig dying or something. It's shocking. It's a, it's a cultural thing. It's it's certainly not a turn on for me. I guess. Yeah. It's more of a definitely a turn off. 
So does that make your maid cafe experience different knowing that that's what the maid might sound like if one were to Well, I'm starting to think that I could have I could have paid the maid any amount of money for her to sound like whatever I wanted. Because, because <laughs> that's, how it's, that's how it seemed to to be going, I think. But could you communicate that in meows? <laughs> I'm not too I'm not too fluent in meow yet, but hopefully one day. The father sends him to the section of the house which contains this kitchen and bath. And when the girls open the door, they all find the surfaces in the house are coated with a thick black substance. The black stuff turns out to be a million hairy, tiny creatures, which immediately scatter in a puff of soot. This is the first encounter that they have with magical realism. <laughs> is that what we're oh, calling God. it? <laughs> there were some sort of dust mites, right? They're just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, they're these little tiny balls of hair that kind of give up a bunch of soot. soot. Is there a game Sneezies? Fuck. No. Is it game? Oh. Well, the things look like Sneezies. This game where there are just a bunch of circles floating around, and every time you touch one, it explodes, and then you try to start a chain reaction to explode, like, all the circles on the screen. And that's what these little black things remind me of, those Sneezies. John, are you plugging your app right now? <laughs> Did you make this? <laughs> it's really addicting at the time. <laughs> one level is nearly impossible. I spent multiple weeks playing it. Has but, anyone ever seen Spirited Away? Because these like black soot things in this movie were also in Spirited Away. So it's like a spiritual sequel of sorts, I guess. Have you seen You're it? You're right. Then the guy who does the yeah, bellows the one in the with furnace. like the, the eight arms, yeah. He has those little black set things around him. Maybe it's like Maybe. a Japanese right. thing, yeah. 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 Japanese soot, okay. soot monsters. Or, yeah. I guess, dust bunnies. Yeah. Soot gnomes. bunnies. All right. Uh, well, they attempt to tell their dad, who either dismisses them or plays along, can't really tell, and tells them not to worry. Uh, however, they soon find themselves tasked with exploring the attic. After yelling up the stairs uh, to warn the creatures and hearing some movement up there, they decide to go up. The sisters find more of them, and once Sasuke leaves the room, May captures one of them in her hands. <laughs> I guess that's just how life was in, in these Japanese times. Just how little sit yeah. monsters running around. <laughs> a whimsical time. It's a different time back then. Pre-A-bomb pre, pre time, you know? I think it's maybe post a bomb. I'm pretty I'm sure. sure. Oh, man. I'm guessing like, that, that explains a lot about the various genetic defects of the animals around us. Yeah. <laughs> around this farmland. God. I maybe know like, they're all the lost souls from Nagasaki that just blew in on the wind. I know. I know Miyazaki was like is super anti-war and stuff. Like as of most of Japan because of that shit. Like he always tries to incorporate like just. Well, he did make a movie later about the guy who designed the one of the Japanese fighters for World War II, which seems a little weird. Hmm. Interesting. Some kamikaze yeah. fighters. In any case. Yeah, no, real. For real. Have you ever seen videos of kamikaze pilots? It's one of the more, like, shocking things. Yeah. You can just find nice YouTube compilations of it. <laughs> I've been down that dark alley of YouTube. Switching right from the lo-fi hip-hop to the <laughs> kamikaze Exactly. <laughs> It's a smooth transition. He actually listens to what is it like the the fascist wave? Oh no! Don't, yeah, yeah, don't, don't, I don't listen to it. I, 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 <laughs> I, I happen to ponder. It, actually, I, I mean, what I heard. I mean, I god damn it! I certainly clicked it, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, what drew you to it? Was the the Zeke Kyle? I mean, like, I just I just I couldn't one? believe it. I also right watched stuff. it. At, I also watched it at work for like 15 seconds, not really realizing how <laughs> shocking that could look. Because <laughs> I don't know, it all just seemed ridiculous to me. I'm I'm like I'm assuming or hoping it was made as a joke, but you never know. I think not, honestly. There's a lot of fascists on the internet. That's true. <laughs> Enough, unfortunately, to raise that resemble a culture, I think. Yeah. Don't give him that much credit. <laughs> it's pretty easy yeah. to make multiple accounts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, so uh, running downstairs, May finds Sasuke and her father talking to an old woman. 
May tries to show, th show them that she captured one of the animals, but it has disappeared from her hands, leaving only soot. The old woman appears to explain something to the girls, probably about the soot critters. I have one thing to say about this scene, and that is May comes running down the stairs and she runs up to this old woman and immediately stops and gets scared immediately. Yeah. And that's, I think, kind of normal for a young kid to, like, run into an old person and be like, yeah. like, kind of arrested. <laughs> I think it's honestly a normal reaction to see an old person and get a little scared. And what's up with that? No one likes to be reminded of their own mortality. Come on, May was coming to grips that, with what it. What are six-year-olds <laughs> thinking of their own mortality? I, I don't know. <laughs> nah, she just looked like a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah that, that I think is what it is. One time I was in like a doctor's waiting room when I was really young. I don't actually remember this. My mom just tells me this. And I started whispering to my mom like, there was a fucking witch like right I was gonna say fucking, but I was like there is a witch right there and it was just some old lady in like a fucking raincoat <laughs> it was like evil yeah I mean old people are kind of scary yeah. they just have a smell the way they move they really yeah. <laughs> must be terrifying to live in Japan because there are a shit ton of them there yeah <laughs> certainly not a lot of young people Dude, old people in Japan are great. Stu, when you were there, did you have all the old people who were crossing guards? They, I swear they pay the majority of their old people just to stand at places where you don't even need a crossing guard. I, <laughs> there was a crossing guard just on a sidewalk that had no turn or street, and there's just a crossing guard there. Giving the you dude nice was so... Yeah, we came to know him. Well, not know him, but we, we waved him every single day, and he would wave back, and he made little cat noises at him. Yeah. <laughs> meow, meow, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was honestly just everyone in Japan was just super fucking friendly. Like, when I would just go to, like, the Japanese 7-Eleven, and I don't mean, like, the Japanese version of 7-Eleven, it was a 7-Eleven in Japan. <laughs> Um, they were just had like a big smile on their faces every time, like as opposed to in the U.S., where if someone works at a convenience store, they just look like they're constantly <laughs> oh, wanting yeah. to kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> the convenience there, convenience stores there are also just different. Seven uh, Eleven is owned by a Japanese company now. They're so oh, great. great. Operated outside the U.S., you can go to Seven Eleven for dinner. Yeah, they mm. had those like rice balls and shit. Do they have a Seven Eleven made cafe? <laughs> Probably. I hesitate to ask this, but were there steel reserves in the Japanese 7 Eleven? I don't think they've no. caught on yet. Oh, fuck. They did have they did have a drink called Strong. I think I'm gonna it. It's really? just called Strong. That's what it says in English on the can. Strong. And it's like it's basically like Japanese four locos, how to describe it. <laughs> it's just a little bit more sour, not quite as syrupy. Oh. Hmm. They also had a drink called Pokari Sweat. Oh, yeah. It's Japanese Gatorade. Yeah, it just sounded nasty, <laughs> though. It's like you're fucking sweat. Well, you remember <laughs> those Gatorades? It's Gatorade. When it's like sweating, you're sweating those Gatorades. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what they're going for. <laughs> they didn't realize it's fucking weird. <laughs> Pokari Sweat's great. <laughs> I, never, I never did. I could never try it. Really? The moment, oh. the moment I read that it was sweat, I was like, "What the fuck? You think I'm some kind of idiot?" <laughs> it was like Gatorade, but a little bit less sugary. It was like a, not quite as on the level of G2, but mm. just a little bit mild, more mild. Hmm. What a disaster G2 was. I was a big fan. So back to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a little bit later, we see the young farm boy from earlier as he delivers something to Sasuke. He acts uh, very, I wrote autistically. <laughs> He's incredibly awkward. It's clear that he likes her. That's pretty much all to say about that little scene. Yeah, I, I was like interested because it seemed like he was operating in some kind of official capacity where he was the male person for like this fucking little town. And like they gave him this shit and like he seemed to be what eight nine yeah like what the fuck child labor laws over there or like was there no adults to take that post like anybody else think that was weird he's just a little messenger boy i don't know 
Maybe also, it's... like later through the story, I think he has like a few other jobs. Like, <laughs> he's always wearing like different hats, right? Yeah. Like different like official like logo hats. There's one where he's doing like the the stick with two weights on each end. Yeah, yeah, he's like carrying. Yeah, something. I don't know. Maybe it's like when you're a middle schooler and you get to be the guy who carries notes for the principal or something. Except there's like the whole fucking village, right? Yeah, <laughs> seemed like it. I guess it was like the Japanese version of like a paper route. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Well, a storm blows in that night as the family has a bath all together. (laughs) Yeah, when you say Uh, that. They're they're all bathing. The opening scene of that. Two girls and the dad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The the dad's shanks are just sweat. little girl's head is the only thing blocking it's <laughs> weird for us to watch honestly i'm sure it's normal you know to be a japanese person growing up in whatever this was said in the 1950s or something and have that happen i mean i think american parents sometimes would bathe with their kids a while ago but to us it's fucking weird looking at that these days i'm pretty sure japan's just more open to nudity in general yeah. I went to a I went to a hot spring in Japan and I was just like you had to go to the hot spring butt naked and there were like there was a large age range of people there just fucking hanging brain just walking around the hot springs. The place I lived was a dorm and it had its own they call them onsens. That's like hot spring. Uh-huh. And you just go down there, everybody's big butt ass naked, just yeah. hanging out, talking. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little hot tub. It was so yeah, great. It was nice. That sounds fucking awesome, honestly. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be weirded out, weirded out then. Yeah. Maybe right. we should be more open. That's why I send so many sack snaps. Trying <laughs> to mm. open your guys' eyes. <laughs> open your eyes to your sack. To the beauty of the sack. <laughs> SMH. The storm uh, frightens these girls. So the father this does something that I think is notable here is that he laughs loudly to... I guess show them how to keep the bad spirits at bay or whatever, to keep the fear at bay. Uh, This is a theme that will be later reprised as the family loudly shouts and laughs to keep fear away. Uh, We see the black critters float away into the night from the house. I like that scene. I don't really understand why the black critters left. I don't know what their deal was. Aren't they, they, they're like floating up to the huge tree, right? The tree house. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know. I think don't get too far ahead, but they're a hive mind being summoned away. <laughs> yeah, they're basically uh, what is it from StarCraft? The, uh, the uh, Zerg? Zerg. Yeah. Yeah, hive minding. Well, I think it's a good scene because it illustrates the relationship these guys have. Their father is willing to participate in their what he believes is fantasies, because as far as he knows, these girls are just, I don't know, hallucinating these little black creatures. So he's willing to, like, sort of help them deal with what they're experiencing and be there with them and encouraging them to, like, express themselves and healthily, like, deal with this stuff. It's a very cute scene. Yeah, the cute. Movie, I also like the idea that kids are just like, oh, my dad's laughing, everything's fine. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah, it seemed like the kids are like dogs, you know, if their pack leader is doing okay, true, then they're doing okay. Yeah, that's why you see all those videos of like a kid who's just about to start crying, but like their parent just has a smile on their face and then it's like, all right, the kid like forgets what the fuck they were going to cry about. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to get in that mindset. So the next morning, the family hops onto a bike and pedals into town. They arrive at a building which houses a lot of women, one of which uh, appears to be their mother. They call her Oka, right? Uh, Okasan, yeah, that's Japanese for mother. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Why'd you just uh, call they hang this, out there with uh, their mother for a little while before heading home? Sorry, why'd you just call that a building with a lot of women in it? I, it was just like a hospital, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah. a hospital, right? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. A there were a lot of women. There. Is it is it clear why she's in the hospital? I, I assume cancer. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god! What? What? Come on! She was like. A, she didn't look like she had broken any bones. Like she had hair. She had hair. She did have hair. I mean, were they doing chemo back then? I don't. I have honestly no idea when this was set. I was thinking They're it was set more in like the nineties. Somebody said nineteen fifties. Chemo back then. I don't know. Uh, I think they just taped a rod of uranium to your cervix <laughs> back then. <laughs> they just electroshocked her. I don't go away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
That'll do your trick. <laughs> Nonverbal communication is brought to you by Sidewalk Slams. Do you hate your tomorrow self? Are you sad enough to currently possess both a steel reserve and a four loco? Are you somehow still sober enough to actually be able to pour said four loco into said 40? Is steel reserve paltry 9% ABV just too low? Well, you're in luck. A sidewalk slammer is a tantalizing combination of a steel reserve consumed to the low label and a four loco. Surprisingly, somehow it tastes better than either the 40 or the four loco by itself. And what about the name? When you wake up tomorrow, it'll feel like your head's been slammed into the sidewalk. What a treat if you're secretly having feelings of self-doubt or anxiety. Drink a sidewalk slammer today. Hate yourself even more tomorrow. Well, the uh, visit with her mother being done, they wake up the next morning and Sasuke goes to school. May is too young, so she hangs around the house with Thad. Wandering around the property, she finds a small, fuzzy, bipedal white being, uh, which sort of disappears. After chasing this little thing underneath the house, it and a slightly larger counterpart sneak past her and dart for the woods. The larger of the two is carrying a shiny a bag full of the shiny dungaree that they found around the house earlier. The two critters run off into the bushes, and May follows closely afterwards. I just gotta say, those fucking animals were adorable. Oh, like yeah. the 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 creature design was just on point. It was like half rabbit, half like chicken. Yeah, they looked like little like bunnies. Teddy bear. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. fucking cute. And the animation was just fucking awesome, especially thinking that it was made in the late '80s and shit. So May chases these two little things through a tunnel in the brush, and she emerges into a clearing under the towering tree that she and her sister saw earlier. Without hesitation, she begins to explore the tree and she finds a crack, a crack, which she climbs into eagerly. <laughs> have to describe it as a crack. John, this is a children's movie. All right. You just get your head out of the gutter. You're the one who's climbing the cracks all the time. <laughs> Not every crack has to be in a butt, John. All right. Whatever you say, Bryson. Falling through the cracks, she tumbles into the hollow center of the tree and finds herself in a neatly kept room, notably lacking the two entities she was chasing. In the room is a large, gray, furry mound tucked into a cavity in the wall. After poking this furry thing, she discovers Totoro. 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 Taturo, as John would I'm going to keep imagining was the description of fuzzy mound. Yeah. Totoro was so... He was... So soft looking. Yeah. And he was sleeping yeah. when you couldn't yeah. see his face. He he just looked like a big Snorlax to me. Yeah, he really and did look like it, Snorlax. I also wanted to climb on top and have a little nap. It was, it was <laughs> so nice. Just snuggle up real nice with Tetra. So I imagine Oh, I was gonna say so I've already seen this, so I like knew what happened, but I was thinking like this would be a really nice twist if at this point they found out like to Totoro was like fucking malevolent and like they just started like eating this child and like just fucking went out like we're haunting this house the whole time like that'd be that'd be like you could do the whole entire same beginning and just have a completely different movie yeah <laughs> just like change the music a little bit to make it more <laughs> ominous <laughs> yeah it could still be in like the melodic tune but like little off it'd be like creepy you know and then it turns into like happy tree friends or something <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just you could also just delete the last four minutes of the movie and she just disappears forever oh yeah, oh, it'd, yeah. Be so it'd be so easy yeah. to change that that's true that is true i imagine this is the appeal that bears have you know <laughs> what do you mean the what? appeal that bears have <laughs> <laughs> like bears in, in the gay term like large hairy gay men oh <laughs> thinking actual bears. Are you saying that they are like, similar to Totoro? Yeah. Are you saying you wanted to fuck Totoro? Or... Preston, we don't want to attract a bunch of fat, hairy neckbeards to this podcast to just get reassured that people want to sleep with them because they're fat, <laughs> hairy neckbeards. Hey, man, if, if it prevents one more Elliot Roger, maybe we can be their safe space, you know? 
no he was the guy who fucking Rogers. uh <laughs> yeah he like shot up girls who are normies but <laughs> that's what he said he, i'm pretty sure he used the term normies. oh he's he like did. that uh red oh like, i think incel kind of guy yeah i think i remember who that yeah was. yeah yeah real piece of shit yep. <laughs> oh well back to totoro <laughs> Climbing on Totoro, Mei begins yelling at him and petting him. Uh, he indifferently yells back, and after a while of yelling and petting, Mei just goes ahead and falls asleep on top. <laughs> Can't blame her. Once again, so, she's, not, she's not scared at all by this gigantic being. I guess it's pretty much the cutest thing in the world. Yeah, I can't blame her either. Mei's just... So, uh, Maze fearless. So, she's just running around, fucking exploring. And also, why she she has no supervision? Why is this like four year old allowed to just? Why is she not a leash? On a leash? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> fucking in this police state we live in now. <laughs> I think no. Japan is and was just like unbelievably safe. Like, there are just, like, shockingly few murders and just, like, anything that would go wrong so kids just can kind of run free. Yeah, it's it's a shame society, so instead of going out and hurting other people, you turn all your anger inside, which is why the suicide rate is so high. Honestly, exactly. Honestly. Although I heard about they recently caught a serial killer there, which was, yeah. like, a big deal. Yeah. He had a bunch of cut-up bodies in his apartment. That's he took true. the concept of Inspiring. a waifu body pillow <laughs> a little like a bit from too far. <laughs> uh, Sasuke arrives home from school and speaks to her father. Uh, apparently, he tells her to go look for May, and after a bit of a search, Sasuke discovers her sleeping in a clearing a few feet into the brush tunnel in the woods. Upon waking up, May immediately is confused as to the lack of Totoro and tells her sister about him. Their father follows shortly after Sasuke, and together the three begin to look for the giant tree and Totoro. I think this is where it begins to be apparent that this is kind of a like water for chocolate, magical realism kind of thing. Water for chocolate? Sort of... What? You didn't uh, didn't read that book? No. And, no. Uh, it's a magical realism <laughs> book by a Mexican author. It's pretty good. I've heard of it for sure. Yeah. Not culture enough to have read it, but I have never heard of this book. Uh, mm, swine. Know what you're talking about, though, Parsley, because at that point when she's sleeping, you're like, oh no, did she dream Totoro? And I was going to be sad if he didn't actually exist. Yeah. And then she's yeah. she's just running around the bushes and gets really upset when she can't find him, and her sister and dad are laughing at her. Yeah. Bullying her. That's kind of like you know in um, what Sesame Street when they used to have Snuffleupagus, what and like only Big Bird could see him, and like everybody's right. like, oh, where's Snuffleupagus? He's and it, like he wasn't real for like fucking five seasons. Everyone just thought he was like Big Bird's imaginary friend. Well, apparently, like like they changed that. They made him like so other people could see him because they were afraid that like little kids wouldn't tell their parents things because they would think the parents wouldn't believe them. And so they're like, well, what if these kids are getting abused? It's not Galapagos, not molesting Uncle Tommy. Yeah, it was real. I was like, wow, that's a real dark reason for that. <laughs> yeah. I think there's parallels to be drawn for sure. I think that's sort of the idea. You know, these girls are having experiences out just in the woods that they use to explain their sort of life because they're kids and they don't understand anything, but they understand Totoro. Well, May tries to lead them through the tree, uh, to the tree through the tunnel in the bushes, but at the end simply finds herself back at the home. Their father recognizes May's description of the giant tree, which leads them to a nearby temple. Next to the temple is the same giant tree. After May cannot find the way into the hollow center, they bow to the tree to apparently thank Totoro at their father's suggestion. I'm not really sure what was going on with the scene, honestly. I mean, other than her father just being like, yeah, I know the big tree. Yeah, I don't know either. It just seems like, 
I don't know when I was in Japan and I'm honestly literally generalizing Japan after a week long trip. Like I'm a fucking (laughs) expert, but like it didn't seem like, I mean, they were religious, but like not to anything other than just like old nature shit and just like old temples and shit. Like, I don't know why they were, they just like seemed to be bowing just like for the, for the hell of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like Shinto. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. Just like some ritualistic, like traditional shit. Like a lot of Buddhist temples and stuff there. But a lot of them aren't even Buddhist. It's just like, I don't know. It's also interesting, like, Japan is one of the few countries that Christianity just, like, has never been able to take control over or just, like, get a nice footing. It's, like, only 1% of Japanese people are are Christian or something like that. Didn't we see that there's a movie that came out about, like, Catholic priests in Japan? Like, Liam Neeson was in it. Yeah. And, like, uh, Andrew Garfield. I think they're more apostate priests. They're more spiritual. Oh, was that? um, I think that was a Scorsese movie. Yeah, yeah, it was it some weird. Really like, violent. Yeah, really. It was oh, silent. Was silent. That's what it was called. Silent. Silent. Yeah. 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 It seemed interesting. They hated. Yeah, they hate outside influence. Yeah. Japan is very insular. Very insular. It's like impossible to be an immigrant to Japan. Yeah. As much as the weeaboos among us would like to do it, yeah. myself included. <laughs> Jeremy, don't you fucking <clears throat> nod your head, man. You would literally just like tell them the entire plot of Naruto and they would let you in with open arms. <laughs> like, one of oh us. My goodness. <laughs> no. The, the fucking, what, like the work culture there and just like. That's true. The suicide, like, it just seems like too, it, I'm already too repressed. Like, I can't repress myself more. You know? <laughs> it's not healthy. Yeah, good luck finding a therapist in Japan. Yeah, seriously. The therapist is the virtual reality sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> that you buy in store. That's your therapist. <laughs> and all it does is go... Meow, <laughs> 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 meow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so, uh, later. Uh, later that night, the two girls go to sleep under a mosquito net. Uh, Sasuke wakes up in the night and sees Totoro and the two smaller creatures that Maid previously encountered. They are dancing in the garden, trying to get the dungaree to grow. She wakes May up and they go join Totoro et al. Did you say that? That also happened. When I was a child, I was so scared to go to bed in the middle of the night. It's impressive that these kids are just... Oh, yeah. True. I mean, it's part of the Japanese culture. They're just not scared of anything, but... Why were you afraid to go to bed at night? What were you afraid of? I was just afraid to get out of bed. I mean, the creeks of the house, and it was dark. I needed to know what was around the corner. Oh, yeah. Go to the like, bathroom. Oh, it was I, a full oh, sprint. Like, <laughs> we get the floor I was running. Yeah. Just push, pushing it out. Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, safe in the bathroom. You turn the lights on. Yeah. It's good yeah. Oh, that's true. The worst is like the, the you, have, you have to, you have to yeah. flip the switch flip off to get back and then you kind of just like dive, dive head in. first into bed. <laughs> Guys, I never opened up to anybody about this, but I was scared because late night, Uncle Snuffleupagus used to come to my room and he used to touch me in bad places. The reason I was afraid is my mom decided to tell me about um, who was that? Some fucking girl who got kidnapped. Elizabeth Smart. She decided when I was like nine years old to be like, oh yeah, like people get kidnapped in the middle of the night. Like if someone breaks into your window, just scream really loudly. No matter what. And I was just like, oh, what the fuck? This <laughs> is horrifying. Wasn't Elizabeth Smart like just, she just did a Reddit AMA? Like, did like she? Today or yesterday or something? I saw that. I had never heard of her before. Yeah. Well, thankfully, my mom warned me all about her. <laughs> I went through a period of time when I was a kid where I was terrified every night that our house was going to burn down. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just, I was so scared of be waking up and there being a fire. Huh. It's like very distinct memory for me. I don't know. I don't know if other people went through that, that phase. I didn't go through that phase 
But uh, our mutual friend Jeremy did burn his house down. What? Jesus. Very young. What? Actually. Yeah, I didn't know for real. He was having to sleep over with a friend and they burned the house down. Oh my god. You could never do enough chores to make that. Like, Like, they already got the I gave birth to you. And they're like, oh, and you burned our fucking house down. (laughs) The police come in. Is this arson? They're like, no, our kid's just a fucking idiot. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. What did he do? Super traumatizing. Uh, I don't remember exactly how it started. I think maybe his... He was having sleep over with his like cousin, and his cousin accidentally started it. I don't remember how it actually how it actually started, what sparked the fire. But he said that their reasoning was like, throw stuff at it. We can smother the flames. So they threw a bunch of stuffed animals at the flames. And they were like, we need to blow it out. So they opened up the window and gave it a bunch more oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were smart enough to get down and crawl underneath the smoke over to their parents and evacuate the house and everybody was okay but the house burned down oh my god Jesus yeah it does sound horribly traumatizing yeah yeah but that's the age where you actually like know stop drop and roll you know cause like now I think True. if I caught on fire I would just freak out but like kids you got it drilled <laughs> into you like stop drop and roll <laughs> Like right, that happened all the time. Like I learned that so many times, but now I just fucking forget. And fire drills in elementary school were incredible. Oh, free to go outside. Yeah, I got to see my friends. Shoot the shit with your friends. Did you guys have earthquake drills? No, we had tornado drills. We had tornado drills. Okay, yeah, those weren't as fun. You just like got in the crowd. Yeah, you had to go to. Just like, go to the fucking, gym. Yeah. yeah. Brick wall and put your head down. Oh, you know, oh, well, this is kind of fucked up, but you know what it also is? is we had school shooting drills. Oh, you just God. like, you just like, lock down the doors, turn off the lights, get under the ground. It's like, oh, cool. But, uh, <laughs> and they had like, um, they had like police come and walk through and they're like, catch anybody hiding in the bathroom. They're like, oh, you should have like done this something differently. Like, oh, oh! You're just taking a shit. Oh, yeah. sorry, kid. If you take a yeah, shit, yeah. you're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Phil and Derek's is a proud non-sponsor of this podcast. Are you looking to get drunk at brunch? Do you love southern food? Do you hate seeing a bunch of yuppies? Well, look no further than Phil and Derek's. This jazz bar features an all-you-can-eat buffet and all-you-can-drink mimosas. If it's a fruit, they can make a mimosa out of it. I'm talking cranberry, raspberry, grape, pomegranate, orange, fucking tomatoes. Like anything, they will juice it and put it in a mimosa. So come early on Sunday to meet the church crowd or stay late at night to hear some smooth jazz. This place has it all, except for white people. <laughs> Just kidding, but no, seriously, if you go there, you'll like be the only white person there. But it's cool. It's a pretty cool place. Thank you, Phil and Derek's. All right, back to this <laughs> fucking movie. So the two girls go out to join Totoro and his friends. And as the group bids them to grow, these dungri sprout into another huge tree. Uh, Totoro spins atop, and they all cling to his chest as they fly atop it through the air, over the farms, and up onto the top of the tree. There, they play gourds late into their night as their father listens and works to the music. Yeah, this is why it'd be cool if Totoro was, like, evil. Come on, because he has, like, these fucking magical powers. Like, he controls the wind. (laughs) can make fucking, like, trees grow and shit. Like, that'd be kind of, that'd be a compelling, like, uh, you know, evil, you know, like, is it man versus nature? Maybe, like, we polluted too much and caused Totoro to turn evil, you know? (laughs) There could be some moral quandaries there. I enjoy that. Yeah, you could spin the top and then it, like, drills into their dad's head. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of potential here. Well, it's a really cute scene. It's... It's they sit up there and just like play their gourds and while the night away. It's really well animated. It's cool. Yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. I guess. Wait. Sorry, did we already talk about the cat bus? No, not yet. That's next. It's coming next. Did we just talk about the gourds? Yeah, that was before. Yeah. 
Yeah. Catbox is next, dude. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Wait. Wait, there was a pure there's a previous cat bus too. Uh, there are two uh, cat buses, but Oh shit, we did skip the cat bus. Y'all. My apologies. So the cat bus was easily the, the best thing in this movie. The cat bus yeah. was awesome. Cat bus was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. cat, just another example of Japan's public transportation being superior oh, to yeah. the US. How many fucking mythical like creatures do we have running in there? Like what? Yeah, so uh, basically, Sasuke goes to class, and May goes and joins her in class. And on the way home, it starts raining. The farm boy who likes Sasuke lends them an umbrella. Um, they go home with the umbrella. They take the umbrella back to the young farm boy, and they go to the bus stop to wait for their dad. And at the bus stop, they uh, May falls asleep. And right afterwards, Totoro appears at the bus stop. This is where we get the iconic shot of Sasuke with Mei on her back, right next to Totoro with a leaf on his head. Uh, Sasuke lends him, lends Totoro the boy's umbrella. They sit there and wait together until a cat bus, a bus that is made out of cat, shows up. Uh, and Totoro, the cat bus, the door opens furly in the side of the cat just, bus it just Totoro appears climbs on in it just yawns open yeah. it's so weird <laughs> and uh he gives him a little bag of dungri and then eventually their dad shows up but the cat bus is super dope if a cat bus showed in front of me showed up in front of me they didn't even try to get on it I, I would have climb been on all over myself trying to get in that, that fucking cat bus. Can you imagine the litter box for this cat bus? <laughs> it, had, it had a lot of legs. It had like 12 legs. I counted. The cat bus is dang. <laughs> it kind of ma- uh, reminded me of a scene in other movies where people start doing LSD and they're standing somewhere and it hits them and all of a sudden a fucking cat bus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are these kids doing drugs, or is Totoro doing drugs, or I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Totoro just leans over, hey, smoke up, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get on this bus, we're going on a ride. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun scene. It does, the cat does have like that smiley look like the... the Cheshire cat? Yeah, that's what I was Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Just fucking mm, do some drugs, go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's such a cool scene. It's so much fun. Miyazaki, this is really where you begin to appreciate Miyazaki, because this is just straight out of his fucking acid trip mind. It's yeah. so cool. And I like how there's been like no like big conflict in the movie. It's just kind of just like just drifting through some shit, just crazy shit happens and they respond to it. It's nothing like actually like really threatening. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's very idyllic. Yeah. All right. Well, next is the uh, scene in the night where Totoro and them grow a tree and play the gourds. Got a little bit ahead of ourselves. No, we'll fix it but, in post. Yeah, we'll <laughs> fix it in post. Can I just say, so, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just saw you. There's a post in the pub group me where you can buy a mini keg of Hidden Valley Ranch <laughs> dressing. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Does it, it holds up to five liters of ranch and it's specified that it's stackable in case you want to buy multiple kegs of ranch. Oh and wow, this, this is a legitimate mini keg. <laughs> they claim it's a year supply of Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> uh, just, give me, just give me a few dominoes. And then, yeah, <laughs> that'll be gone real soon. <laughs> Do you know what Pioneer ranch is made of? Probably I, I watched it. Yeah, it's, like so, for some reason I never like clicked that it was like mayonnaise and tears of white people. <laughs> the tears of white people, <laughs> you know, just a little bit of like you know milk eggs, you know stuff white people love. Yeah, yeah. like Jesus Christ, like cargo shorts, <laughs> dead babies. Oh wow, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just the fact that our podcast is called Five White Males, or is that is that what we're going for? I don't remember what it's called, but 
I feel like we have to have a segment about ranch for a little bit for that. Can we go? Can we go back? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So after the tree gourd playing scene, two girls wake up in the morning in their beds and head into town. There, they meet the old woman from earlier. They all harvest and eat some crops together before the <laughs> the farm boy delivers them a message. Judging from the language, this is about their mother. Uh, Sasuke, May, and the boy all run to town. I feel like wait, again, the boy. waking up after a Totoro episode is similar to waking up after a blackout. <laughs> Did we actually do that? How did we get into this bed? Yeah, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. May is just passed out in the yard that one time. That sounds exactly like Luke. Yeah. Like passed out in the yard. You have a you have a vague feeling that a, a large animal was on top of you. <laughs> 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 oh Jesus Christ. So they all run into town. Uh May can't keep up, so she gets lost once they reach town. In the meantime, Sasuke has a conversation with her father over the phone. Apparently, their mother is in danger of dying. May finally catches up to them, where Sasuke yells at her that their mother is close to death and gets frustrated at May's childish lack of understanding. Sasuke runs off, runs off, and May cries into the shorts of the young farm boy. Meanwhile, <laughs> that yeah. farm boy is like, oh yeah, <laughs> don't they get it on? <laughs> May, can you say meow meow? <laughs> yeah, uh, they say shin a lot in this scene, which means death. Mm. So I'm really not sure what's going on, but I I was 100% sure their mom was dying of cancer. Do you know this because of all the animes you've watched? So you've just kind of casually picked up on the language? I hesitate to say yes, but yeah. No one casually picks up Japanese. <laughs> uh, if you watch enough animes, you actually do. I didn't get the gozamas. <laughs> <laughs> I would always when I, when I was in Japan, I would always just say every Japanese word I knew really like exaggerated. I'd be like arigato. <laughs> <laughs> they all do that. Though. I know, and they were just like gonna kick out of it, like this fucking white dude like acting like a fucking <laughs> weeb. Arigato, gozamasta. <laughs> All they eat that shit up. If you say anything in Japanese, they just eat it. They love it. Like, yeah. God, do, do people compliment you on your ability to use chopsticks too? Um, no, but random people would buy me like beers and sushi and shit, <laughs> and they would just look at me and give me like thumbs up, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like I, was, I feel like I was just like giving them a show. Like I would just eat the sushi and like, smile at them and just be like, "Yeah, it's, it's good." Yeah, they're probably like, "Man, they just they do they eat just like us, like we yeah. do." <laughs> inferior people it was so funny because i was with i was i was i was with four other dudes who were all american but they just happened to be asian american so like they were totally ignored by everyone meanwhile i was like getting free sushi did you at least share no hell no (laughs) that was i i earned that shit <laughs> that's yeah. That's white privilege, really. Exactly. Free, free stuff in Japan. White privilege, fucking right there. That's the definition. That's the gaijin card. <laughs> so if you're white, if you're white in Japan, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> also, when I was there, it was like my first week, and I was, I hated chopsticks my whole life. I was a big believer that chopsticks were like a regression in technology compared to forks, <laughs> I, just I not as efficient. That. But it was like my second date, and someone was like, "You can use chopsticks? That's that's incredible." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I can barely fucking pick up anything, but like, I can put things in my mouth by stabbing it." John's trying to pick up like a hot wing with these things, just smearing buffalo sauce all over his face. Oh wow. I still maintain chopsticks are just worse. They really are. They're just not efficient. They're not. They're better for a lot of things. They're better for a lot of things? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They're, they're, I, I mean, they're, they're okay for some things. They're good for, I, like, sushi. I don't think they're good better for sushi. For good for, like, noodles or, or, like, pastas of sorts. I like that. Like, I like, I love getting low to my bowl. I love getting low to my bowl and just, like, slurping like a fucking <laughs> yeah. fiend. Oh, fuck, yeah. Like, yeah. But, but he that can is do that what with you have to do. <laughs> 
Oh, they! I love slurping over there. So yeah, much fun. you gotta yeah. be loud. <laughs> Yo, you have to. Yeah, you have to smack your lips. It's gotta be like a visceral experience. That would bother me. We go to those ramen yeah, shops, and if you weren't just like, like full speed eating noodles as fast as you could while slurping, you were like, you were taking too much time to be. Yeah. So you'd have to be focused when you went in there, and then just walk out. But I fucking love that place. I need to. I really need to visit Japan. Yeah. Pod tours the world. I mean, dude, the moment parsley that you sat in front of a bidet and let that shit shoot into your asshole, <laughs> oh, you'd be yeah. like, "All right, I'm living here. Like, I I get to shoot water at my butthole every day. Like, this is done." Honestly, bidets are so much like better. Oh, it's just better ways. Dude, it makes it definitely. makes us seem savage. Like we're we're fucking. Dr- Wiping a dry towel on a towel. Not even towel. Paper. Dry yeah. paper. Yeah. Think about it. If you get poop on any part of your body, do you just wipe it until you don't see poop anymore? <laughs> yeah. No. You wash it. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking power wash it. Yeah. yeah it's, it was so much stronger than I expected the first time. Oh, yeah. I was terrified. I sat down. All the buttons were in Japanese. They were like, oh, God, I don't know what's going to happen. And you just hit one of them and just like, you can mess it up your ass. You the turbo button. Yeah. No! Like, it spin cycle accidentally. Oh, man. All right. So they make their way back home eventually where the old woman assumes guardianship over the two sisters. Their father being elsewhere and their mother being apparently almost dead. May, however, runs off in an attempt to find their mother. After trying to find May, Sasuke runs off t- to the town in chase. The old woman is distraught with fear and sends the little boy to find them both. Sasuke cannot find May, and eventually the little boy catches up to Sasuke. The old woman finds a shoe belonging to May in a rice paddy, and she fears the worst, that May is drowned. The community rallies to find May's body in the rice paddy as Sasuke runs through the town in search of her sister. Wait, was it a rice paddy? I thought it was just a river. I think it was a rice paddy. Like, those things aren't even that deep. She's a child. She's really little. Yeah, kids can drown in anything. You know, there's there's mornings on buckets. True. And you're like, what kind of stupid? But kid she was like, drown in this bucket. I think she was like, Dude, kids, kids will sick. drown in a fucking Capri Sun. <laughs> so, Sasuke remembers the experiences that she shared with May, and she goes to find Totoro. Crawling through the bushes near their house, she gets to the giant three and tree and climbs through onto Totoro's belly. Totoro, after hearing Sasuke beseeching him for his help, jumps to the top of the tree. He unleashes the biggest yell yet and manages to summon the cat bus. <laughs> Sasuke jumps so on and the cat bus takes off. Oh, incredible. <laughs> I love the cat bus. It's the best thing ever. Uh, One of the stops is, is literally just May. Yeah, yeah, that's how he, the cat bus knows where to go. He just fucking yeah, rings up. <laughs> May. And he just goes straight there. The inside of the cat bus looks so soft. <laughs> I love petting cats, and I can't even imagine sitting down inside where I could just pet a cat everywhere within arm's reach. <laughs> you could go to a, I know, a maid cafe in Japan where you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> lends a bit of a different meaning to the term pet-a-cat. It's a vagina joke for y'all. Alright, moving on. So, leaping through the rice paddies, the cat puss takes Sasuke directly to the distraught May sitting on the edge of a few gravestones. Berating her gratefully, Sasuke ushers May onto the bus and they go home. No, they go to the hospital, don't they? Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, they do. Because yeah. the cat bus rings it up. They're like, they're like, oh, where should we go now? And he, he's like, pulls it up. You did, mom. <laughs> yes. And then they're like, yeah. And they're like really happy. They're like, ah. And they start, you know, yelling like they have in the whole movie. And didn't she have like a, she had some, she like had a corn, corn on the cup. Oh, she had a husk of corn. Yeah. She, just, she just like leaves it on her mom's window. Like, she, like, what the fuck was that? 
Could other yeah, people see the cap us? Unclear. If you wanted to, you could. Was it moving at like higher than the speed of light or something? <laughs> it was like conducting electricity for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, I think the cat bus is another example of magical realism, where it's sort of a metaphor for like. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, that wasn't real. They don't have that in Japan. What was, parsley? What part, no. What was that? What was Christ. real about that parsley? <laughs> I get it's magical, but what part of the fucking twelve leg cat bus was real? Yeah, that bus is. It was actually a bus that you know went up a fucking cable. No, it's supposed to be a magical metaphor for the fact that Sasuke remember like remembers the bond that she has with her sister and uses that to go find her somewhere else. The bond exists. What about the cat bus? How is that? (laughs) The cat bus is a metaphor. It's magical realism. It's actually a simile. <laughs> I'm just getting I'm getting fucking blown out by all right now. Alright. So on the way back, they stop off at the hospital and see that their mother is doing just fine. No cancer. I honestly thought it would have been a stronger movie if she had died, TBH. Really? Um, she, she's still on her way. I mean Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Uh, and they're thankful, f- and their mother is thankful for their bother- father for being there for her. Our last shot is Totoro, his two companions, and the sisters on top of their tree playing flutes in the night. See, I would have fucking hated if the mom died because the movie just ended on such. It was just like such a nice movie. Just like didn't leave yeah, me yeah. feeling stressed. It was just like a, just a good time. Yeah, There's I thought no that would have been what's good about the movie. Sort of serve as like an idea about how to cope with horrible things when you're a child. Magical realism. No, if anything, yeah, the mom realism. understood that person. But, but then, but then it would have had to go on because yeah, what it, are they gonna do it, with? They can't. They can't be depressed into, yeah. with Totoro. If the mom like, had died at the beginning oh. and then they had found Totoro, then like maybe. But yeah, yeah. No, this was just like a happy childhood, you know. Right. Yeah, what's the moral for kids watching? Oh, if shit goes wrong in your life, hope for. Some magic cat hope for Totoro. And, <laughs> yeah, and hope for Totoro. Hope for a bunch of things that don't exist. Hey, it's better than Jesus Christ is all that I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, boys, did you like this movie? Right, I would say give it a rating out of one, one out of ten. Out of one. On what scale? On like a this is. Watching without subtitle scale. Yeah, just did you enjoy watching this movie the way we watch it? It was pretty fine without subtitles. I understood pretty much everything. You know? Yeah, it was just like yeah. kids who also can't understand. Like even Japanese kids don't yeah. know Japanese. Yeah, it was, it was much easier yeah. to understand. Eight out of ten, I would say. Yeah, it was solid. It was me yeah, too. It was fun to watch. I thought it was pretty great. I think Miyazaki does a really good job of having a good movie. That's it's sort of easy to understand. It's also a kids movie. Yeah. I feel like if we stick with four, easier, foreign yeah. kids films, I think we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll be able to get it a lot more than a foreign, like, yeah. foreign noir. crime. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, God, a postmodern fucking French film. Uh, I don't think we'll get that one. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen Princess Mononoke by Miyazaki? No. Not yet. Honestly, that we should well. watch that sometime. That's fucking awesome it's like definitely not a kids movie like they're shooting people's he- like heads off and shit it's awesome sounds dope That's yeah. Pretty yeah y'all have an idea what you want to watch next week mm-hmm. what country uh, do i want to venture to Japanese this time. let's go cool. let's yeah i saw this city Japanese. of god one but apparently oh, yeah. seen it. I mean, we could do i've that. seen that yeah. i've almost watched it before yeah that there, one's there's still a good. blue is the warmest color that one is something we would not understand. I can tell you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. If anything, we've learned to try to steer away you from would, shit that's going to be too confusing. You you would you would understand the feeling and the, <laughs> and the love that is there. I want things happening on the screen. Yeah. The is there some kind of like war movie we could watch? Can we watch Letters from Iwo Jima? Oh, I know. Oh, we totally should. Yeah, honestly. that's fucking. Okay, um, right? Let's uh. Let's stay in Japan. Let's could watch a, some Korean movie, Old Boy. Have you guys seen uh, the? Hand? We can do. A, I have seen Old Boy. Korean movies we could do. I've. There's a really good Korean boy. horror movie on Netflix. Uh, Is it? I saw the devil. Yes. 
That's it. Have you seen it already? Yeah. John, you've seen it too. Yeah. That 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 would have been a fun movie to watch. That one is a fucked up. God, it's so fun. That one is you would understand what was going on, but at the same time you wouldn't. Like even if you didn't have subtitles on, we don't really understand what's like the motivations. <laughs> uh there's a yeah. Spanish there's a Spanish uh zombie movie that's super fucked up. It's supposed to be really what's good. What's it called? Yeah. Um, yeah. They made an American I don't like version of no. it. But, uh, what's it called? Uh, the American version is called Quarantine. Tell me what this. I might have already seen that too. <laughs> Wait, what, what's that? Wait, what's that? What's that movie that? Um, fuck! It was on like Amazon or something. It got some award, like a bunch of attention a year or two ago. Uh, salesman, or it was like in Iran. I don't know. The salesman. Oh, have y'all seen uh? Baskin, never heard of it. Uh, it's it's a Turkish horror film. Oh heck yeah! And it's Come one away. of the, the most. I've seen a couple of scenes from it. It's we called Baskin. It. It's, it's it's honestly fucking distressing. I would be super <laughs> down to watch it. I don't know. I cops go through a trapdoor to hell and they stumble upon a black mask in an abandoned building. Fuck that. That sounds incredible. Yeah, that sounds. Oh, awesome. what about what about Raw? Didn't mean wasn't that foreign film? I don't know. It's like a, oh shit! Was that? Yeah. Oh, that was the one that. The, yeah. It's like a vegan. It sounded uh, weird. I don't know. Was it? Was it foreign? Horror movies. Could oh, it's French. Yeah, it's ah, French. we could. I get. Yeah. I would watch. Yeah, horror movies could be pretty. It's good. the uh, yeah French Belgian horror drama. The it's a stringent vegetarian encounters a decadent, merciless, seductive world. Uh, this is not the same. Netflix had a better description. It's like yeah. this vegetarian. She gets hazed she, and has to eat. Yeah, they force beef. her to eat raw beef, and then she, she only wants the taste of flesh. <laughs> sounds fucking awesome, honestly. <laughs> that or Baskin sounds. Yeah, either really of those good. would be very good. All right, which one y'all want to do? I think I'd rather do the raw one. Than... I'm down. I... All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Raw. Next week is raw. What does that say about us that we have to go immediately from my neighbor Totoro to the most fucked up thing we can find? <laughs> it means that we embrace the dark side of humanity. We just want something we can understand. You know? Oh God, you can understand your own shadow. God, parsley. Now I searched my neighbor Totoro on Netflix, and now I'm getting suggestions for a fucking anime. Are you serious? Oh, weed dummy. <laughs> How does it feel to be a weed bud? <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to be it for us on this podcast. We'd like to thank Dave Dialect for his use of the song Cocaine in My Blunts for our intro music. Cocaine is for my blunts.